Previously on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. Great, now I grab his weapon and jam it into his neck. Uh, his collar snaps off from the back. You now look like one of those like plain white pyramid-headed like stewards. This is the Journal of Heretic Knob. Uh, he is, of course, the one of the engineers and architects of the Acropolis of the Delmer Wilds. 24 Lux. Going twice. Sold to the, uh, the, the aquamarine scales. All five of the cube people stand up at the same time. One of them, in a, a flash, raises his hand, and from it, an incredibly searing bright light emits from their hand. And everybody in the room just shrieks. Amber, you hear that shrieking as you are like approaching the door back into the vault room slash kitchen. And you turn around to see the open vault, the two white pyramids laying on the floor, and the two silver stags, each holding their own batons in hand, who now look at you and start walking toward you. that beautiful initiative footage for me please do it now i got a 12 plus 2 a 14 a respectable 14 loving it loving it i got a respectable 11 11 11. respectable i mean it's okay really choice 17 Uh, that's not gonna leave me much time to decide to punch Right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ready when you are. Uh, Devo, you had a 14? Yes. And Zook's an 11. Okay, great. Why don't we start things off uh, with the, the rowdy situation that just sort of started to boil over in the vault room. Uh, Amber, you walked into this room just moments ago, still in your security disguise, uh, only to see the two silver stags holding the same kind of uh, stun batons uh, by the open vault door, uh, which they were perusing when you walked in. You also saw the two other actual security guards uh, knocked out on the floor, and they have turned to face you, and you are up first in the order. Uh, so we have the two... The Who's on the floor and who's facing me? Security guards are on the floor, two okay. white uh, pyramid-headed sort of vapor suit folks, and facing you are the two silver stags. Uh, who walked out of the room after losing the auction for the ingot of uh, Kodite. Is it clear to me that they have done this? That they're the ones who attacked the... Like, are they threatening? Are they making if, a move If not, me? it is the most unfortunate circumstantial coincidence that these two have ever been involved in. It's, a, it's like they've been framed. It's a locked room mystery. Uh, or they did it. It's one of those two. Uh, okay, I'll... Uh, and where? Give me the positioning real quick. You are by the entrance to the okay. room. It's okay. just like a, a smallish square chamber, uh, and they are standing by the vault door opposite you, basically. And where are the bodies? Uh, basically at their feet. It, but am I closer to them or like you are closer to the body? The bodies are between you and them. Uh, are they aware of my presence? Yes. Okay. Perfect. The bodies are not. The stacks. <laughs> that would be something else. Um, what's the charge on my baton? It is. Let me think. I think you still have a charge, right? You waited for it to recharge before you left the bathroom, and you have not used it on anybody else yet. Okay, good. Um, I am. I'll make a jump at the one on the left with the okay. baton. Uh, all right, make uh, make an attack roll just using your unarmed attack stats. 
Uh, we'll see the damage on this. Uh, 12. 12 plus. No, no oh. plus. Just no pluses. 12. No plusies here. Let's see. There's already uh, a plus four on there. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, you you br- jump up in the air and try to bring this da- thing down right on the uh, the stag on the left's head. Uh, but he, like, with with cat-like reflexes, just swipes his baton through the air and knocks yours out of the way. And you land sort of on the floor, kind of on top of one of the bodies that are down there. Uh, okay. Well, do you have any other? Do you have any other business? I mean, that's what I did. I get no, right? <laughs> I mean, you don't have extra attack yet, right? No. No, I don't have any other. Do you still have key, or do you still have what? What were you calling? I guess vibe? I do. Key, well, what? Yeah, vibe. Yeah. Do I have vibe points? Um. Yeah, that makes sense. Actually, I. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with it. Uh. I'm gonna summon my arms of the astral se- uh, uh, self with a, a point of vibe. Uh, but bonus I, action. I didn't realize this until reading the description of it. Uh, they have to make a dexterity saving throw or take force damage just from you popping these bad boys out. Let's do it. Yeah, so we'll say the one on the left rolls a... Yeah, that's going to save. And the one on the right is going to... I can't see. Oh, uh, two 13s, uh, which is your save. So yeah. uh, they both have saved against it. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> well uh, they that, narrowly that, dodged my phantom arms, and yeah. then uh, that's it. Okay. Uh, yes, that was your bonus action, so you can't do the flurry of blows or any of that. Correct. Um, cool. And then we pop on back over to the auction room, and we are going to start things off with one of the red cube uh, beings. So basically there were five of them when things you know, popped off as they did. Looking around the room, I guess Zooks, because Devo, you can't really see anything since you were you were blinded by their attack. I was uh, blinded by cu- the light. Yes, revved up like a deuce. And so Zooks, you can see that a couple of them have peeled off and are basically like in a frenzy attacking the golden wolves uh, who are sitting in the front of the room. Uh, and the two sort of like angry looking wolf guardians, you take it, are like engaging them in battle while the wise and douchey wolf is kind of cowering behind the stage at this point. Uh, that just leaves three of these red cubed beings uh, that have turned to face you. One of them, the smallest and sort of scrawniest, you would guess, is going to run up on Devo. And Devo, you cannot see this, obviously. They are going to have advantage on this attack against you. Yeah. Oh, def, def, def. Uh, they reach back one of their red, you know, soft-looking hands from the hard light, but you don't know what is inside of there. And they roll... Yeah, that's going to hit. That's a, a 17 plus 2, 19. Yes. Oh, definitely. Uh, yeah, no, I'm wearing a shirt. Yes. And uh, some pants. So uh, they lift up their hand and just, like, swipe it at your chest. And out of nowhere, you just feel this, like, like claws scratching at your chest. And that is going to hit you for... Owie, that's uh, eight points of damage. Sure. Max, max Ooh, damage la, la. on this attack. Yeah, that's a bad one. Mm. And, you know, you still can't see what just hit you. Uh, so it was probably pretty pretty scary stuff. Uh, but the good news is you are up. You are see. still blinded. This effect will end uh, at the end of the monster's turn that blinded you, which is coming up on this round. Um. Some rules in case you, you don't know, because we don't fuck around with conditions a lot, but I would like to start doing it more. You have disadvantage, basically, on any attacks you try to make, and you fail any ability check that requires sight. Sure, 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 sure. Oh, then let's use all our resources. Great. Zooks! Mm-hmm? Where is uh, the um, the star head uh, blue uh, cobalt suit? Yeah, I'm, I'm right behind you, dude. Okay. He's right behind um, you, dude! And where is the smiley face person? Uh, he's kind of he's kind of slumped over. It's like he just fell down. I think he's playing dead. Okay, I am going to let's see. Oh, I hit those buttons. Um, 
Griffin? Yes. Are the chairs nailed down? Are the chairs nailed down? No. Zooks, where is the red guy who hit me? Who is where, who hit me and where is he? Um, he's about like twelve inches in front of your face. Okay, I'm gonna swing a chair at him. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is an improvised weapon attack. Uh, why don't you just roll your boomerang attack? I think it would be similar. I'm gonna miss. Let's see. You have That's disadvantage. That's a three plus three, a six. I mean, yeah, you've already, you've already missed. This if you ro- want to roll again to see if you extremely miss with your disadvantage. No, I think. I think I'm okay. Well, I guess I have to, don't I? Yeah, you do. I mean, what are the odds that you'd roll a one? No, I mean, that would have been a 14 plus three. That would have been a 17. Oh, that would have been nice. That would have hit for sure. That would have sure, been so you. good. Are you kidding me? But uh, I am going to, as a bonus action, say, okay, Zooks, uh, I trust you because I currently cannot see, but you've got this. I believe in you and give Zooks some bardic inspiration. Excellent. Zooks, you are bardically inspired. Good. Uh, that means that you can add a 1d6 uh, to any ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. To any one ability to check. To any one I, ability check. So, yeah, you get to use this once. Uh, that brings us to the tallest of these red cube creatures, and Zooks, you recognize him as the one that cast that blinding spell uh, on Devo in the first place. This creature is going to hold out a hand toward you, Zooks. And you are also sort of between this creature and the golden wolves, so he's going to blast at them too. A radiant blast. You need to make a constitution saving throw. You can do it. Uh, 13. That just saves. Woo. Uh, one of the golden wolves is like mid-combat with these these two cubes that are attacking them. Uh, he gets hit. And like it's pushed down by this this blinding light, and he he takes some radiant damage. And then we move on to you, Zooks. Okay, Zooks pulls the uh, carving knife out from uh, under his shell. Hell yeah! And throws it at the uh, at the tallest one that that just tried to blind him. Okay. And also, well, I don't know which needs to go first. He's going to cast Hail of Thorns. Okay. Hail of Thorns. Next time you hit a creature with a ranged weapon attack before the spell ends, this spell creates a rain of thorns that sprouts from your ranged weapon or ammunition. In addition to the normal effect of the attack, the target of the attack and each creature within five feet of it must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 1d10 piercing damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Okay, we will say that the red cube creature that just attacked Devo is in this field. Um, five feet. Uh, yeah, we could say that that's probably... All that there, all that all that is within five feet of this thing. I will go ahead and make your attack roll first, right? Because you got to hit in order for no, this I, to. No, you, well, you cast the thing, and then the next time you make a ranged attack. Next thing you so, hit a creature. So it's right, not in the same he, turn. No, it is because I'm a looking bon- right you're now. You're using it's your a bonus, bonus action, action first to cast Hail of Thorns, and now you make if you make your attack, uh, the next time you hit somebody with an attack, it'll pop this spell off. Yeah. So it might happen here unless you miss, and then maybe it'll happen next turn. Okay, so I'm just going to go with the attack for dagger. Yes, I added a dagger there. Uh, okay. I don't know if there's different stats for if you're throwing it or not. It says mm. simple, so. finesse, light, thrown, or range. Okay. So that is a 23. Fuck think, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so go ahead and roll damage on the dagger first. That would be five. Okay. Okay. And then and I then will roll D10? some dexies. Yeah. Well, I got to do the dexterity saving throw. Okay. First. Uh, so we'll say the radiant cube goes first. That's a fail. And the small one that was just attacking Devo succeeds. So you get to roll this 1d10 against the tall radiant one. All right, so and there's my ten. Oh, I don't want to roll that hundred. 
No. Bad things happen when that you, happens. You, yeah, you'd think it'd be better for you, but if you just get a one, okay, it's sort of a moot point. That is six. Uh, okay. Uh, this this tall one is looking a little bit worse for wear now. Uh, and then we move on to uh, we move on to the last of these cube creatures. Uh, this one is going to come up behind you, uh, Zooks, after seeing what you've just done, and sort of grabs you by the shoulders and try to bite down on you. Uh, that is... That guy is aimed for a shock, because Zooks is mainly oh, basically yeah. what looks uh, Does a nine beat your AC? <laughs> no. Okay. Not even close. Just... My AC is a 15. You feel this weird-feeling mouth, like, chomp down on your shoulder... And you hear something like break, and then they pull off sort of instinctively. Back into the vault, uh, Amber, the stag that you have been sort of trying to knock out, he looks down at you and says, We have no crime with you. Let us go. We all up to. The one on the right says, We will not ask again. Move aside and let us go. We have no crime with you. Listen. You start beating shit, I start beating shit. I don't know. You know, I don't know how it shakes out. I won some and lost some. I'm not some, like, 100% average, but, um, I you don't know me, but I got pretty good stats as far as that goes, and mm-hmm. you don't want to risk it. So let's just talk for a second. I'm a mercenary. I got no dog in this race. I don't care. I'm just curious what you're up to to see if it, you know, has anything to do with my business. And if not, we'll go our ways. No big deal. Um, Otherwise, you know, I got all, I got as many arms as y'all do. <laughs> uh, is this? Are you trying to sort of intimidate them into yeah. leaving you alone? Okay, roll an intimidation check. These historically have gone so well for you. You're just saying that because of my minus one. That's a natural twenty. Hey, whoa! Whoa. There it is. Hey, thank, thanks, Griffin, for that bad juju. Yes, right. And I. The two stags look at each other and they holster their batons sort of into their, their you know, holographic suit. And the one on the right nudges towards the vault and the one on the left reaches inside and grabs the, uh, the codite. And they say, um, We're here on a mission to recover something that should not have been for sale in the first place. And the other one says, That is all that uh, we are obliged to tell you at this moment. Please step aside. Yeah, sure. No problem. Uh, okay. You step aside? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, the two of them walk toward the door, and they sort of, you, you step aside to let them pass, and one of I've them- I've been down. I, I, would, I do want to pick up those batons, though. I'll, I'll, I'll take those. Thanks. The They put them, they holstered them. No, the ones off the bodies. Um, Did they take the guards' batons? Yes. Oh, um, and okay, that's fine. I may do with my one. <laughs> they I guess I'll uh, just have one baton. I was going to do a two-handed twirly thing. They started to walk past you. One of them opens the door a bit, um, and then the one who was on the left before, you see from within his uh, you know, silvery holographic suit, his head, like the center of his head, glows red for just a second. And you hear like a humming noise. And then uh, the one who is holding the door looks back and nods. And the one on the left says, We'll be taking this journal as well. Fuck. <laughs> uh, and they walk over to the pedestal that was just wheeled in here ahead of you. And uh, one of them picks up the journal. All right. I, I have to jump him. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have to jump with my baton out. And they're not suspecting that shit. Yeah, we'll say that you you sort of tricked them into... Giving up their order, right? Their turns was, we're, we're going to grab this ingot and get the hell out of here. Uh, which is great, because the top of the order is you. Well, she says, fuck. And then <laughs> attacks the one on the, the the one that has the book. Okay, yeah. It was that same one on the left that you attacked. That uh, of course it is. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you're attacking with your baton. Go ahead and make a, your attack roll. Mm, that's a 20. Wow. Dirty, t- nasty, ribald 20. A nasty 20. 
Why don't you roll uh, your arm strike, but you, unarm strike, but use a one d six for for damage instead. So one d six plus two. Plus two. Four plus two six. Okay. And then I'll go ahead and just like pop him one in the nose with my arms, the astral self. Uh, is this your my uh, bonus action with a key okay. point, which is my last key point? But I would like to dislodge the book. It would be yeah, nice for sure. to get the thing that we can't. Yeah, for. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think you can attack twice with flurry of blows. Is that what you're trying to do? You don't have to. You don't have to spend a key point to do a bonus attack, but flurry of blows gives you uh, two two additional unarmed attacks as a bonus. Action. Okay, so I can make one bonus attack. attack for free, or you can spend your last key point to attack. All right, twice. I'm going to hold on to that. Then I'm, I wasn't clear on the sure, sure, sure on that. So uh, j- would we call that another unarmed strike, or would it be the same um, thing I just did? I think it would be an unarmed strike using using monk logic. Okay. Is that a new attack roll or is it? Yeah, yeah it's a new right, attack roll. Yeah. Nope. Four plus four, eight. You notice how the confusion about is yeah, that a new nice. attack roll only comes when the previous attack roll was good? No yeah. one's ever rolled right, like a right. four and said, <laughs> like, I want to hit again. Is that a new I roll? Ass- or I simply assume this will be a fresh, un- un- untarnished attack roll. I'd like um, to roll. I automatically miss, right? Oh, I get to roll again. How nice. Now, this one that you did just attack rolled a nine on the constitution saving throw against the stun charge inside of your baton, which is not sufficient. So the one on the left drops down to the ground, his body sort of convulsing inside of his suit. Um, And of course he drops the book next to him as he falls. Mm. Now, wait a minute. You can pick that up as a free action. Time out, time out, time out. Yeah. I feel like I probably knew that his dumb ass got stunned before I. Oh, okay. You want to make your your bonus attack on the other one? What the? How the fuck did I miss? (laughs) That is body (laughs) going. I shot him. (laughs) He blacks out. I'm like, I got one more for you. Apparently, I'm going to punch this fucking unconscious man, and then I miss? Okay. You got to give me this information. You're right. You're right. I I honestly forgot about the stun feature of the stunning baton. I mean, you didn't see me mentioning it either. But as yeah, long as we're sure. here, um, <laughs> okay. I, I will. I, this is a very even if you want to stick by the roll, and I missed a bonus attack on other guy, that's <laughs> fine. But I, I need the narrative to be clear. No, I'll let you roll again. I think that that was a, a slip up on my part, and I want to make things fair for you. No way. I rolled a d6. Hold on. You know what? I might have rolled a d6 last time. Hold on. D6. New attack roll. Here we go. Nineteen plus four. Jesus Christ. Yep, that is a hit. Okay. Uh, and we will do unarmed damage on that. Bludgeoning. Oh, wow. Four Max plus two. Damage. Six. Nice. Maximum damage. Uh, okay. The one that goes down with the stun baton, like, like moans in a very unpleasant way as they drop to the ground. The other one, the one that was on the right before, kind of like turns and faces you like with, you know, shock and gets to make that face for just a second before you pop them one right in the grill. And they take six damage. And you can you can pick up an item as a free action. You can, yeah sure if you want to if you can you pick up an item as a free action. Yeah, I look. I it feel up. like it, can I say though? I feel like in this context, I, I I don't know if this is strictly by the rules, but I feel like in this context that would be an attack of opportunity that would get on me, right? Like, there's no way I'm going yeah. to pick up a, a, a an un, <laughs> an unanswered book. Yeah, pickup. rules rules be damned. Like that, that's I, fair, I, I yeah. don't think that's something you can do on this. And I, to pick up a book, if nothing else, I mean that's a real Poindexter move. You know, yes. that guy's gonna get an attack of of opportunity, no doubt. He's um, stunned on the ground. I guess the other guy, yeah. The other, the other yes. guy is what I'm saying. Uh, we are back in the auction room. Uh, Devo, you can see now. You can, your, your eyes Thank have uh, weird. It, you know, it's blurry and it feels bad, um, but you can see, which is great, because now you can see this small, sort of scrawny-looking uh, red cube being uh, take a uh, another swipe at you. Sure, sure, uh, sure. And they are going to roll. Oop, that ain't going to do it. An eight. Versus no. Okay. Uh, they swipe at you, but now that you can see, um, you know, the trick's on them. You just take a small sidestep and they whiff. And we are back to you, Devo. Um, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I am going to... So right now, so I'm clear of the scene, right? There's two red guys fighting one wolf that's still up and one wolf that got knocked down? Yes. 
And Douche the other wolf, wolf is, is hiding. hiding. Yes, exactly. A smiley face guy is slumped down. Yes. The star man is still with us, and yes. Zeus and I are close to each other. Mm-hmm. We're facing against two red guys, one taller, one uh, shorter. And then there's the tall, tall, radiant one. Yeah, there's okay, three cubes so all in five of them are here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of them have left. You know what? Uh, I'm pretty mad at that guy who stabbed me. Sure. Um, I'm going to look at him and go, uh, and kind of, now that I know where he is, as my eyes focus even a little bit, turn to him and hit myself with some of that there uh, spray. Because uh, who's going to confiscate some breath spray? Sure, Little do sure. they know. It's my magic. Uh, oh, I don't, I, also, you get the impression that maybe that's not their peak concern right now. Fair, fair, fair. Uh, and begin to... And hit him with uh, dissonant whispers at second level. Whoa. Which okay. is... Uh, he's going to have to make a wisdom saving throw. Not this thing, strong suit. Let's see. That is a nine minus one, an eight. No, that ain't going to do it. You uh, have so whispered. He is going to take 46 damage. Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, that's 12, 16, 18 points of damage. Yeah. Uh, this thing turns to look at you and starts to just kind of shake as you say these words. And then it stops shaking suddenly and just collapses unnaturally to the floor, like it implodes down to the floor and is dead. Uh, And I turn to the tall radiant one. Yeah. And I say, I have melted his brain with my voice for poking me. What do you think I will do to you for blinding me? Uh, You get no recognition whatsoever from this thing, Uh, but you have attracted its attention. Uh, And so it is going to turn toward you and what's he going to do? You know what he does? He leaps Can I cover him. my eyes as a free action? <laughs> no, I don't know he's... if this is, perhaps I've outsmarted you, Griffin. I cover my eyes. Okay, you cover your eyes and you do not see as this no. <laughs> uh, tall red cube creature jumps towards you and tries to bite you as well. That is a, Would wow, that was a very, that dice then. just fell down right to the ground and just stopped. Uh, what did you ask? Is he moving past Zooks to do so? Um, yes, he is. Zooks, make an opportunity attack, please. Opportunity attack. Yeah. Yeah, so basically uh, any can... melee weapon you have. Well, okay. hold on. You don't have that dagger right now. You no, did throw but it. I have tongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I sure, have metal tongs. Not? Now, I will tell you, this will be basically an unarmed strike because I'm not going to give you extra tongs damage. But uh, if he rolls a nat 20... If you roll a nat 20, I'll let you kill this thing with tongs. Okay. He pulls so I, his heart out with the tongs. Yeah. So do I hit there next to unarmed strike? Yeah, where uh, it yeah, says the hit three. DC. Okay. Please get a nat 20. That would be... 14. Uh, you can use... Wait, before we find out the roll, you can use your uh, bardic inspiration if you want to add to that 14 to guarantee a hit. Uh, that is uh, a wise choice because this thing's AC is 13. And you have hit it. So that's two That's two tongs damage. Two tongs what does it look damage. Like? Describe to me what tongs damage is and looks like. Okay, he, uh, he holds them uh, in his hand and uh, like the two arms of the tongs come out from between his coral fingers. Right. And he just kind of jabs at the guy's... How about he jabs the guy's hand that he keeps casting spells with? Okay, that's fine. Uh, yeah, you you hit him in the hand, and then he looks kind of down at it with the kind of uh, reverence that two damage deserves. And then he just kind of looks at you like, did you just fucking stab me with tongs? And then he continues his dive toward Devo. We can agree that two damage plus tongs equals like a strong pinch, right? Like where you're like, it's ow, good, man. Yeah, I mean, that's like, a fucking I'll be, bad pinch. I'll be fine, but... Ow! <laughs> okay, the attack roll. Um, that is a nineteen on this attack. I mean, yeah, that 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 hits. It's still okay. short. Wow, seven. Please. Seven points of damage okay, as this thing boy. chomps on you. How are you doing over there, Debo? I got two. Yeah. I got two. I'm doing fine. 
Yeah, you only need one, right? Yeah, right. I got uh, a little under 10% of my health. Sure, left. sure. Uh, you can actually see Betty, the- can I say, just saying that actually made me feel a little bit better. Even Good. though, admittedly, it's only two. It's 10% of my health. That's not bad. There is a transparent, like, completely clear liquid now coming out of uh, this tall uh, cube thing that keeps blinding you. Uh, we move on to Zooks. Okay. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna separate the tongs and use two weapon fighting because I have that as a bonus action, <laughs> right? You could do that. Uh, I will also say because this thing like came right past you, you th- you can see actually through this this tall one suit the the carving knife sticking out of his back. If you wanted to try and grab that and use that instead, because I don't know, I mean. You could do this thing. I would make you roll for it to see if you could improvise two weapons. But I think like two weapons. No, no, no. Is... I have, I have a, I have a better idea. Knowing that. Okay. Uh, I am going to, uh, <laughs> I'm going to use the swarm as mage hand. Okay. And hit the dagger to push it farther into. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Why don't you, here's what I'll do. Why don't you make an unarmed strike attack roll, but then use the damage of the the knife, right? So if you can hit the knife with your unarmed strike, it will do the damage of the- And that's where the luck runs out. That's a 12. Well, you're still inspired, my son. I do have bardic inspiration, so I'll try it again. Uh, You roll roll a a d6. Oh, a d6. Yes. That is a three- that Which is sufficient. 15. You have hit your knife, and now you can do the damage of the knife. I'm so glad I finally okay. inspired my dad. Good job. Good job. Uh, that is a five. Uh, wow, yeah, this thing's looking... I mean, it is now sort of barely standing. Actually, when you hit the, the knife that's in this thing's back, a spell a spurt of that liquid shoots out of its chest and some of it lands on your your shirt, Devo. Um, No, man. I I have to, let me interact here. Okay. I have, oh, that was good though, Travis. Sorry. I didn't mean to cover that up. my shirt. It's just, this is my good shirt. Is it like a puffy pirate shirt? Kind of? Hell yes, it is. Um, Zooks has a special action Okay. called Gathered Storm, which says once on each of your turns, you can cause the swarm to assist you. And one of those ways is to add 1d6 piercing damage from the swarm. Whoa, shit. Yeah, okay. Go ahead and roll 1d6. So you can, uh, hold on, I've never looked at this skill before. Once on each of your turns, you can cause the swarm to assist you. Immediately after you hit a creature with attack, you can do 1d6 extra piercing damage. Yeah. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or be moved by the swarm, or you are moved by the swarm five feet in a uh, direction. Of Hell That's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. I choose the d6 piercing damage. Hell yeah, you do. Okay. And that would be a two. Yeah, this thing is barely standing at this point. Uh, and what's your swarm look like now? Like what, what creatures came out to do this? Um, this was the, uh, intertidal parasitoid wasp. It's a, uh, it's a wasp that, uh, actually lives on the sea, lands on certain things and then swims out over the sea to do its damage. Cool. And I think we've discussed that your mage hand is a swarm itself. Yeah. Like it's your uh-huh. swarm creatures. Yeah. So that this is just like they're little doing a swarm little extra of these for... little ugly wasps. Cool. Wow, wow. Just lending a hand for, for, for daddy. Hey, dad, can um, I just say? That's fucking cool as shit. That's a really cool thing. Well, I'm not um, done. What? No, you're not. Wow. I have a bonus action that I can cast Hunter's Mark. Oh, okay. Maybe in the Zeus future do that. Pissed. <laughs> At the beginning. But yes, go ahead and put that good mark. On them. I don't okay. remember what Hunter's Mark does. Let me look. Hunter's Mark. Choose a creature you can see within range. Mystically mark it as your quarry. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it with a weapon attack. Okay, so why don't we retcon it to say that you did this at the beginning before you you punched the dagger. What uh, What does this swarm look like? What does this sort of organic sea creature look like? 
you know those little things that look like seahorses, but they're like dragon sea dragons. There you yeah, go. yeah, I love those. Guys. Yeah, because they're real pretty. Okay. Uh, okay. You have uh, a, a cluster of these sea dragons, uh, you know, flying around this thing, probably close to where the wound is that you first threw the knife into. So go ahead and roll one d six more uh, uh, damage for landing the hit earlier. That's a four. Then, <laughs> Devo, you see these seahorses appear around the the tall uh, blinding cube. And it starts to glow right in front of you. And then you see, you know, this knife stick out of the front of it and this fluid come out too. And then you hear as these wasps also sting into the back of it. Just like bam, 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 right back and forth. And then this thing falls to the ground and you see Zooks standing behind with his uh, with his mage hand still extended. And uh, that one hey, is Zooks? Mm-hmm. Zeph, Zeph fucking rule, dude. Oh, why? Why, thank you. I've, I've been reading up. Uh, also, another thought has just occurred to me, Zooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, fuck this. We just need the book, and the book's in the other room. I don't know any of these people. Let them figure out their own thing. We go get the book. We haul ass, as they say. Get in the Coriolis and get the fuck out of here. Ordinarily, I would say yes, but don't you think we ought to go check on Amber? I mean, yes, Amber went, where's the, oh, wait, where is Amber? Uh, well, listen, I trust Amber to take care of herself. She did it for many, many years before us. We go get the book, then we find Amber, or, or you know, we get the book and then come back. But fighting all of these uh, things and not getting the book is kind of missing the point. As you all as you all are talking, the last of those three zombies that was engaged in combat, Zooks, you see this this uh, red cubed creature jump towards Devo to try and take a bite out of him, and a crossbow bolt catches him in the chest in midair, uh, and it slides through some chairs and, and falls down. And you both turn to see that Cobalt Star has a hand crossbow, uh, and he says, "I mean, as long as we're like breaking the rules, I, f- I figured this was okay." Yes, um, uh, thank you. I don't I think am... we've broken any rules, have we? Ah, uh, that's we, it. We used... He taps his nose. Uh-huh, yeah, none of us have, definitely. And that hand crossbow folds up and slides into his suit. And he says, uh, yeah, we should... I know I'm not on you, your guys' team, but we should get going. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. 
Okay, here's uh, just as an aside, you can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information's there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the foundation for black women's wellness. So go check it out. Macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Look, it's a rough world out there, especially lately. I get it. So let's take care of our minds as best we can. I'm John Moe, host of Depression Mode with John Moe. Every week, I talk with comedians, actors, writers, musicians, doctors, therapists, and everyday folks about the obstacles that our world and our brains throw in front of us. Depression, anxiety, traumatic stress, all those mental health challenges that are way more common and more treatable than you might think. The first time I went to therapy, I was so ashamed, and I was like, can't believe I got to go into therapy. Like, I thought I could be a man, and Humphrey Bogart was never in therapy. And then my dad said, yeah, but he smoked a carton of cigarettes a day. Give your mind a break, give yourself a break, and join me for Depression Mode with John Moe. Are we out of initiative, Griffin? Uh, yes, you all are. Okay, I'm just gonna go ahead real quick before I forget and just mm -hmm. do some heal, some cure okay, wounds. Okay, fine. Yes, go ahead and ca <laughs> cast that. You gotta uh, be low on spell slots at this point. Well, right? no, actually, because we're in a place where I couldn't use magic so far. Oh, I'm yeah, that's a good point. Thing. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to cast it at uh, at second level because okay. I that is the end to. of your second level spell slots, though. Yes, but that's a good one because that's 16 points. So good, feeling awesome. good okay. again. Uh, while you are, are making your way out, you hear a rumble coming from the vault. And actually, we're going to pick it back up in there. Uh, this other stag that is still standing, Amber, you see that red light appear now on his head. And he just reaches back a fist. No no baton or anything to, to take a swing at you. Uh, that is... Ooh, it was almost a 20, but it's a 2. Uh, <laughs> what is that, Ray? Well, Did the it, zero fall? Yeah, th no, the zero jumped to in front of the two. <laughs> yeah, you're very lucky. Uh, then uh, he whiffs over your head, and he brings a knee up to try to catch you in the face. And that's a... That one will do it. Uh, that's a 15 plus 3, 18. Okay. And that is going to deal... Oh, wow. Four points of bludgeoning damage as this knee catches you in the chin. Oof. And it is your turn. Well, I think I'm going to punch that fella right in his face. Okay. I don't like that much. Okay. Go ahead and roll uh, an armed attack roll. It's going to get you a 16. Uh, yes, that definitely hits. For five points of damage. Okay. And then once she catches him in the jaw, 
she's gonna follow up one of her uh, while she's punching him in the face. One of her spectral arms is gonna punch him in the gut uh, for a bonus attack. Okay, let's see it. Mm, ten. I won't do it probably. Uh, that will not. But they do take five damage. Hey. Hey. All right. Just scooting through the order here. Uh, okay, Devo, you're first out of the room, uh, out of the auction room. And you actually hear Amber. You, you hear an exchange of blows, and you hear the now familiar sound of Amber kicking ass and stuff. Uh, and it's coming Hell from Hell yeah, dude. So I, what's between me and the vault? Am I running back through the room? Um, the, like, yes. Where the bar was? Yes, to to I would say to make it there on this turn, you've got what thirty feet of movement. Uh, okay, let's make it fun. In order to get there on in in this turn and still have an action, you would yeah. need to jump at the bar. Um, I have a better idea. Okay, uh, I run to the bar. Okay, and I grab the wine bottle that the wolves were drinking, and I'm going to throw it uh, at the stag. Okay, why don't you? This is an improvised throwing attack. Uh, I mean, okay, are you proficient with your boomerang? You're not. So let's say it's a, it is a D three, or plus plus three to this attack. Okay, so I just roll the same as the boomerang. Uh, yeah, more or less. I don't think this would do. This improvised weapon would do more damage. Uh, thirteen plus three, sixteen. That is a hit. Um. Okay. Great. I'm also then going to use uh uh psychic blades. Oh yes. Um, How does that work? It uses up your inspiration? Yes. Uses? Okay. Um, I know that it's Amber because I can see the glowing things. I think that's a dead giveaway. The glowing hands are out. I'm like, this isn't one of those, but which one is it? (laughs) Kind of moment. I'm like, well, they're also wearing different. uh, Yes. Okay. Fine. Yes. You don't know that. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make it not meta that I figured out that that. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Uh, Uh, So that's going to be. Uh, a D4 plus one and two D6s. Yeah, roll So that. let's roll the damage first. D4, that's a four plus yeah. one max damage. And then two D6s. So five, 11, 15 Damn, total. Damn, that was a good ass attack. Oh man, okay. All of a sudden, Amber, you see a splash of this, this deep crimson uh, just sort of up here at the back of this this guy's head uh and you think did i just make his brain explode but then you smell that that's that good scent of skunk nuts wine uh that putrid smell and you realize like oh some somebody just skunk nuts this guy you were <laughs> saved by skunk nuts again saved by skunk nuts once again saved by skunk nuts. zooks you are also next out you see devo do this thing you see you see through the door uh, a, a white pyramid security guard and this stag that is just like barely standing. Who has the the crossbow? The crossbow, handheld crossbow? Uh, uh, Cobalt, dude. Cobalt. Zooks turns to Cobalt and says, I am so terribly sorry. Could I borrow your weapon just, just, just for a minute or two? You see it pop out into his hand and unfold into a hand crossbow. And he says, uh, do you know how to, do you know how to use one of these things? Oh yeah! <laughs> very, 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 very I love this moment. Yeah. He uh, he hands it over, uh, and now you have a hand crossbow. I'll give you that in your inventory right now, so you can use it. He says, "I will. I will need that back. It's a heirloom." Oh yeah. Oh no problem. Do you want okay. me to write something? Do you need like a receipt or you know anything like that? Pawn ticket. No, I t- you seem you seem trustworthy. Okay, you have Good. a hand crossbow now. Whoa, those stats are much better than anything you guys have been using this episode. So, uh, Zooks drops to one knee to, to take careful aim and uh, shoots the one remaining stag. Uh, okay, roll your attack roll here. That would be a dirty 20. Jeez, oh, yeah, yeah, that's dude. a hit. Roll that damage. 13 plus 7. Plus 7? Hey. 13 plus 7, yeah. Um, don't, hey, that don't would give be, it, don't give it back. <laughs> well, th- I just use the same stats as my crossbow had. Yeah, I mean, they, they, I think they're identical. Yeah, that's uh, eight. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, then this stag, you see this wine splash over its head, Amber, and he turns around to like see what it was, and you hear, thunk, and then he just falls over backwards and lands on top of the other stag with a uh, crossbow bolt sticking out of his chest. Murder! <laughs> Yay! 
Uh, and with that, we are out of initiative. You all see as you finish these attacks, you actually hear behind you first. You hear, <gasps> you guys just left me in there. And the guys bid on my guys and they hurt my guys and they're dead now. And they were my employees. We came to protect your wine. We knew this is what you would want. You've made the right decision. All is forgiven. They would appreciate the sacrifice that they have made. Thank you. (laughs) Okay, what are y'all doing? You're out of initiative now. Uh, I'm going to... Cobalt Star starts just looking around the room for for a way out, essentially, at this point. And there are, like, there are definitely, by this point, alarms going off. Uh, You, looking around the lobby, you don't see any white pyramids out here. Uh, In fact, in fact, uh, outside of the porthole out of the actually outside of these uh this wall of windows overlooking the abyss you all see a big big gray shuttle taking off and through that gray shuttle you see people who are taking off those white pyramid suits and sort of at the front of them giving them like a a rallying speech you see you see who you figure must be jeremy because he is leading them in a sort of les miserables style uh like labor chant like a union chant uh that they're all getting hyped up for as they leave the installation they were formerly employed at so uh wolfman may i um you should pay uh starman uh without him we would be dead and then we saved your wine which was his wine that now you are the owner of so give him the money roll a persuasion check i guess I'm picking up the journal. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's a 12 total, 7 plus 5. Okay, we've clarified this. He says, uh, right now I don't even know where that wine is, so I'm not going to pay for anything that I do not have in my hand and uh, verify the authenticity of. But thank you, random nobody, for telling me what to do with my money. Uh, And he he storms off to the bar and actually starts looking, like (laughs) like, uh, perusing the selection, so to speak. Um, Amber. You're in the room. You've picked up the journal, you said. Yeah. You got anything else to do in here? Uh, Hey, good news, y'all. Check it out. And I hooked them up with some stun batons of their very own. Okay. Sick. I am 150% certain. Can I go ahead and record it for you, Griffin? Sure, sure, sure. Let me, let me do, it. Uh, do it. And as you leave in your ship, you notice that the blue light from the stun batons fades away. And they've become useless away from the power of the facility. And it turns out the facility was powering them. And you don't have super sweet instant. That's awesome. That knock anybody out. Yeah. So okay. Rachel, Rachel, just edit that in wherever you feel like it's right. If you can do some sort of um, put some sort of effect on there to make it sound like my voice. And then we'll just like plop it in right at the end of this. Well, yeah. Episode. You can just and you can put this in like, isn't that like the stories that connect all of us? Yeah. Oh, Make it yeah. sound smart. And there's, like there's power in yeah. a stun baton. No, no, listen. I, isn't it like the stories? And f- friendship connects all of us. Yeah. Like a good stun baton. It, sometimes you don't realize how precious it was until you leave the facility and realize that that's what was powering yeah. it. It's incredible stunning power. The bonds of friendship are like the power from the facility. <laughs> um Ambient power. These people figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, anything else in the vault? I'm taking anything in there. Yeah, I'm taking the like fucking codite. Things, Give us a list and we'll say the names of the things after you say them. No. Well, I, can I suggest? Uh, I, you know what? Let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah, sure. You all run into the vault, so you all are, are all, all together. Y'all, we can't do this. Like, we can't rob this place. We can hope that they give us some sort of like reward but like these are serious people i'm not fucking around with it no way um ambia yeah they all left and uh we are in disguise to what extent to what extent is it like un like is this place abandoned now? you don't see any like there's probably a couple people here right like you never saw uh the the auctioneer like ran into a back room when shit popped off so they're probably there um, you know, there's at least one dude knocked out in a bathroom stall. Um, I'm not, I, I don't think that, but like somebody's running this place. Okay. Like if we leave with stuff we didn't pay for, they're never going to let, let us live it down. I'm not, I don't give a shit about a lot of stuff, but I don't need to be looking over my shoulder for the rest of my but life. Did, wasn't this an illegal operation to begin with? 
Uh, I mean, the whole auction was black market auction, right? I mean, definitely shady. I don't know. I don't know if the legality was ever discussed, but it has that feel about it, didn't it? It definitely well, had kind of a mm, feel to it. Mm, yes. No, it felt shady as fuck, but that is like, you're describing people you don't want to fuck with. Okay, but like, th- you understand that, right? Okay. If it was the fucking cops, I'd rob them all night long. That's something we're talking about. Well, the, how do we pay for the journal? Oh, we're taking this. We won this. Well, and then the Red Cubes won the lantern. Didn't they win the lantern so bright? Hey, uh, you know what? I will say this, though. I want to search them for fucking money. They got any lux on them? The Red Cubes? Yeah. Okay, why don't you go check? Okay. Okay, I'm over there. (laughs) What do you want? Make a- You want an investigation check? Yeah, I want an investigation check. 16. You reach into the hologram, right? Like you can't really see what's underneath there. But you reach in and you can feel instantly something is is wrong, right? Ew. Something something is wrong inside of there. If you you feel something like jagged at first. Uh that is It's a little pill. Unpleasant. Is this a little pill? A jagged little That was that was one of the worst ones. Of the things we've oh. said on the show. Uh, okay, well, uh, I didn't think that would come from Justin. I mean, between Dad I and I and Justin, I never would have guessed that the worst one would come from Justin. He said one of the worst ones. All right, you hear what show. you hear, and I hear what I hear. Rewind it. Press reverse 15 on your podcast. As you, let's say that you're actually um, searching the one that kind of collapsed in on itself. It feels almost like a, like a skeleton. There's no flesh there. And as you sort of root around in there, you feel the collar, which is, you know, not fastened to this thing's neck quite as well as your, you know, human-y, fleshy neck. And actually, as you jostle it even a little bit, you see the, uh, the choker fall off. And when it does, the hologram disappears and you can see what is underneath. Um, in fact, you all see it. It is coral. It is a coral body in the same way that Zooks has a coral body. Only it is stark white. No color anywhere. There are no, um, there are certain features that that Zooks and a lot of other, you know, Brynar have uh, that this thing does not have. Like there is no... There are no holes where the eyes should be, right? All of those human. There's no features. hole for that. There's no hole for that on this. But that goes thing. against God and nature and everything. And it doesn't have any money on it. I'm sorry. Oh, um, that's that's the worst part, really. Sure. And from out in the lobby, you hear Cobalt Star, who yells, "Uh, uh." We we need we need to leave we need to leave right now. And as you all look out this this wall of windows that Cobalt Star is pointing out of, you see a ship emerge from this pool of magical darkness where the um, where the the dock is for the station. And from out of that darkness, you all see a ship made out of this white coral, um, larger than the Coriolis, much larger. Uh, with the same kind of jagged edges that the, the, you know, these coral beings themselves have. And it raises up right in front of those glass windows. And you all see a hole open up in the side of this ship. And from it, an enormous jagged spike shoots out and pierces the windows you're looking through.
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported. You're in the theater. The lights go down. You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas. You look at them and think, that person is so obviously in love with their best friend. Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing. Why doesn't she stand up to her? Oh, good God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? We never know when we'll see ourselves in a movie, but that search for recognition is exactly what we're going to talk about on the podcast, Feeling Seen, with me, Jordan Cruciola. Each episode, we'll bring in a guest to talk about the films that they see themselves in and also the ways that movies have fallen short. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Scene podcast here on Maximum Fun or wherever you find your podcasts. Podcasts.